Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to try to cover a topic that is very, very, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, malleable. There we go. That's a good word. And what do I mean by that? Well, in life, there are things that mean something at one point, and at other points, they change and become something else. And one of the topics I want to cover today is zero-sum gain. Um, It was interesting because they had that very topic on a TV show I was watching the other day uh, called Irrational, and he was talking about the zero-sum gain theory, but using it in a different context than what I'm used to using it in, but still basically the same thing. The zero-sum gain theory believes that there's scarcity and that the scarcity in life means for one person to have something, somebody else can't have it. Now, at Lifestyles here for 34 years, we fought against the scarcity mentality, meaning that we're willing to teach other people what we know. And if we had the scarcity mentality, we wouldn't want to do that because if we gave away the knowledge on how to do it right, then somebody could get deals away from us and or take away from our real estate empire, so to speak. I've fought against that for 34 years because I don't really believe that. Let me give you just an example of why I would say something like that. Until you decide you're going to get into the apartment business or the housing business, you don't really pay any attention to it. It's just like until you wanted to have a green car, uh, you don't look at green cars and all of a sudden you start seeing them everywhere. It's the same thing with housing, apartments and houses and so forth. They're everywhere. They're all around you. And if you really take a look, there's an apartment on every block. It just go down the road. There's another one, another one, another one, another one. You don't really notice that, right? when you first, until you get into the business, then all of a sudden you go, wow, there's so much competition out there. So what you decide is, how am I going to compete? And some people decide to compete by being a lowball, being a slumlord. Some people try to compete by being the highest, best product out there, highest price, best product, so on and so forth. And some people have no idea how to compete. They just sort of get along. Well, in this situation, let's think about this for a second. Where do almost all Burger Kings set themselves up at? And I would suggest to you right next to a McDonald's. And the same thing with every other hamburger shop. There's usually two or three of them in a row. So why do they do that? Why do they set up right next to each other? Because people want variety, but people want to find your business. And if your business is located where all the other businesses are at, it's more likely that they're going to find yours. So if they drive by and they 
McDonald's puts out a gazillion million dollars worth of advertising and somebody goes to McDonald's, they're going to drive by your business and one day they're going to say, you know what, I'm tired of this, let's try something else. Well, it's the same thing with the apartment business. They drive by you every single day. So you have this opportunity to sway their customer away from them. Where when you see that, then you understand that competition is not a zero-sum gain. In other words, if they go to McDonald's today, they want Burger King tomorrow, and they want Jack in the Box the next day, you're all three utilizing your spaciousness next to each other to gain easier marketing and advertising. People are drawn to a part of town where this type of businesses or these types of businesses are located. And so you get really to multiply whatever marketing Jack in the Box did draws people to Jack in the Box also draws them to the other two businesses. So that's really the way it works with the apartment industry, too, is that wherever the apartments are at, that's where people are going to live. So they drive by your apartment every single day. So in this case, there is no zero sum gain. I can have my apartment, another person can have their apartment, and it really doesn't affect us. Now, in housing, single-family housing, it's even less effective. Because if I have one rent house out in the middle of a subdivision of 5,000 houses, it doesn't matter. Because nobody else has that exact house. So there really is no competition. There really is no zero-sum gain in that situation. Now... That's my argument for there not being a zero-sum game. I've made millions of dollars. I've had other people come in under my tutelage and make millions of dollars. And I've even had people leave my business, you know, as a student and go out and start my business again, which is mentoring people, and compete against me. It still didn't hurt my business. There really is, in most cases, no zero-sum game. But then it changes. And here's where the world goes sideways. When you look at what's happened over the last couple of years, the apartment business went up in price, up in price, up in price, up in price, up in price. And the only way that they could keep the deals uh, financeable was to lower the interest rates. And so they lowered them and they lowered them and they lowered them. They always got it down to almost 2.75% interest at one time, under 3%. Ridiculously low interest rates just to try to make it so the prices that they were asking for these properties could actually be financed. Then they went, they went with interest only, and then they went with adjustable rates where they could drop the interest rates even lower to get somebody to sign up for the loan. And basically, they destroyed the market. Now the market's changed. The Fed's come in and said, okay, we got to raise the rates. We've got to stop inflation. All these people that bought these properties in the last three years, and it's a three-year problem, and for some people, it's a two-year problem. Um, they've got these ridiculous loans with these adjustable rate mortgages. Not that that's what you had to do. I didn't do any of that. The people that are with me in any deals have not done any of that. There are just these people that did do that. And they were convinced as a group that this was the way to go. So if you look at real estate right now in the portfolios that I look at, 95% of the people out there don't have a problem. 5% of the people have a problem. But the problem is now a zero-sum gain problem. What do I mean by that? Well, when you look at the situation, these people are upside down in these loans. 
they had one, two, and three-year adjustable rate mortgage loans that are coming due. And they bought these deals under the terms and conditions that they cash flowed then, or at least they could pay their mortgage then. But now the interest rates went from 2 3 4% up to 6 7 8%. I've seen as high as 10%. And so these deals don't cash flow. So now they want to get out of them. Now it's time. I got to get out. This thing's going to take me under. I can't survive with these interest rates. Somebody else got to take this game over. But what they have to realize is that the property's not worth what it was worth when they bought it. With the interest rates being different, the property's worth quite a bit less. The marketplace has fundamentally changed 180 degrees. It's changed so much that I felt it necessary to come back out of retirement and start going around teaching people again. I did a big, giant show in Houston uh, a month ago. I'm going to do one in November up in Dallas. So if you want to see me live, I'm going to be teaching the most current information I can possibly get my hands on um, at that event. So you want to come see it now. The way these things work is I have a case study on Thursday night where we'll bring everybody in and have people talk about the deals they've done. So we'll get current deals and you can see what's going on currently that's available and how these deals are working out. But then on Saturday and Sunday, we have a two-day event where you are going to learn everything you need to know on Saturday about single-family real estate and everything you need to know on Sunday about multifamily real estate. Um, I will be reintroducing to you in this current marketplace the types of negotiating situations that you're going to be up against and what and how you should look for these situations and prices and affect them, which is what I'm talking about today. So I'm giving you a little insight into this right now, uh, more detail at the two days. So if you want to attend this, it's up in up in Dallas, Texas. Um, the case study will be November 16th. That's a Thursday. And then the two-day will be Saturday and Sunday, November 18th and 19th. If you want to attend this thing here, you'll just have to look online and find uh, Lifestyles Unlimited and go to our uh, calendar, and there's calendar events there, and you can sign up for it. Um, but you're not going to want to miss this because – the marketplace has fundamentally changed 180 degrees. In other words, it went from being a total seller's market to a total buyer's market. Now, there's sellers out there that don't want you to believe it's a buyer's market. And there are brokers out there who are representing sellers who don't want you to believe it's a buyer's market. But I'm telling you, I own 13 real estate companies, right? And so we're out there selling this stuff. It's a buyer's market. I own a mortgage company, and we do business with lots of other mortgage companies, uh, nationwide, national, big-time mortgage companies. They know it's a seller's market. There's brokerage firms out there that are taking listings and still trying to tell people that it's a seller's market. They have to. Why do they have to lie to you like that? Because if they don't lie to you, they won't get the listing. The, the seller has to believe that the broker's on his side to pay him commissions. Why would you pay a broker commissions that's not out there carrying your water? For every dollar that you get the seller to go down, that's a dollar the, dollar lo or the seller loses. That is a zero-sum game. They're trying to tell you, no, you can afford to buy this. This is really a good deal at. And it's like they're saying they wanted $20 million for it. 
and you guys come to the conclusion you could take $19 million for it. But then you get in there and you do the numbers, and you do all your due diligence, and you find out, man, this deal doesn't even work at $18 million. And the seller knows that he's not going to get the $19 million. The, the $19 million is not going to work, even though you've already agreed that a $19 million, the retrade is in. You know it is. And the seller thinks he can maybe hold you at $18 million. Maybe he paid $15 million for it. Maybe he paid $16, $17 million. And he's just trying to eke it out. Now, Dell, don't you have sympathy for these people? No, I don't have sympathy for them. I have empathy. I understand it's a terrible thing to lose your money in an investment. But you have to understand that these investments were put together by people that knew exactly what I knew. For the last three years, I've been screaming at the top of my lungs, don't get into these adjustable rate mortgages. And people kept doing it. I screamed it at every seminar I went to, the expos I went to, the radio shows that I gave. You get one of these properties, you buy it at the right price, not at the inflated price that people have been paying for the last three years. If you get one at the right price, that thing will retire you, one property. Pay for you and your family the rest of your life. And that's what we're looking at, guys. That's what we're looking at here happening over the next 12, 18, 24 months. And these deals are going to fall out over the next 12, 18, 24 months because that's how long they have on their mortgages. As those mortgages come to an end, they're forced to sell at a price that it won't underwrite for, which means the seller's going to take a loss. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Right now, we're coming upon a great opportunity. It's that time in which you're going to find that the marketplace is changing and it is shifting to a buyer's market away from a seller's market. Number one, the brokers don't want you to know that. They're going to do everything they can do to keep you from believing the truth. Number two, the sellers don't want to believe it, although in the back of their minds, they know it. Now, that doesn't mean everybody will crater for you, but some people are going to be in those situations where they have to negotiate for deals and you've got to be there. Now, if you're not there, you won't get one. Join us for the free online workshop, and we'll show you how to be in the right place at the right time in any market cycle. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Again, that's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about the zero-sum cane of the market, the 
actually the complete reversal, 180-degree reversal of the market from being a seller's market for the last 10, 15 years to being a buyer's market as of right now and going to be that way for a year or two. Um, the bottom line is, is that you have to completely change the way you see real estate and your thinking behind real estate from what you've led up to thinking about real estate over the last 10 years. Now, what happens is, is that there becomes a blindness. There's just a total sociological blindness to the fact that prices are getting too high. Inflation is a weird thing. It's the scarcity mentality gone wild. I got to get me some of that. It's going up so fast type stuff. And eventually, it's got to end. Think about it this way. There used to be a game called musical chairs when you were a kid. When uh, I'm old. Um, where what you do is the music go and you'd all dance around the outside of the chairs and the music would stop. they take one chair away and somebody wouldn't have a place to sit. You're out. There was another game like that where we had this bomb and you'd turn this ticking bomb wind it up and it would go tick, 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 and you'd keep passing around until it ended up killing somebody. It'd go off in somebody's hands. That's the way the world is right now. People have been paying too much, too much, too much, too much for too long, and all of a sudden, somebody got stuck with all that stuff. And these people are truly stuck with that stuff. They can't get out of it. They're not going to be able to get their money back. There's no way to work their way around it. That's the people that bought these adjustable rate mortgages in the last two to three years. The rest of us out there, we own mortgages that is, you know, five, seven, ten-year mortgages, fixed rates. We're not feeling any of that problem. Now, we still have increased taxes, increased insurance. You know, we still have all those business costs. But it's not the devastating costs these people are going through right now that they can't get out of, which is the fact that the interest rate change has changed the value of their property. Now, if you didn't have to sell and you didn't have an adjustable rate mortgage where your interest, your, your payments kept going up on you, then this situation really wouldn't even affect you. And it doesn't for most people out there. It's not like the commercial office building space problem, which is a completely different problem. That's a problem where people just stop going to work. Nobody wants to work and everybody wants to work from home. And so there's no need for all that real estate. But there is need for housing real estate. There's lots of need for housing real estate. That's not the problem at all. The problem is that the prices had to go down because of the interest rates. So now we're back to the zero-sum gain thing. Now you're an owner, you're, and you bought in the last couple of years. The, the interest rates are going against you. Your value is going down. What do you think happens when the mortgage payment gets to be so large you can't make the mortgage payment? Well, if they don't pay the mortgage, then the bank comes and takes the property, so they start not fixing things and they start creating criminal events. And this is the really sad part, but I'm finding out right now it's happening to where we're looking at properties where people might've been good people at some point when they bought the property and the way they're operating it. But now they're doing all kinds of unscrupulous things because they can't make their payments because they're not making any money. Now, when you stop making money, you stop caring about, pure business. You start worrying about, is it going to take me down? Is this business going to wipe me out? And you start doing crooked things, criminal things. You start stealing from yourself, taking money. We had a deal the other day where somebody stole a bunch of appliances from himself. It's just bizarre. You know, they had a bunch of brand new appliances, so they just disappeared. And it ends up being that the 
the owner and the property manager of the company had something to do with it. They knew what's going on. And we can't figure out what it is. I mean, it's not, we're not police, we're not the FBI. But this stuff starts getting really, really wild, man, because these sellers are upside down and going to lose their life savings in many situations. So they start doing almost criminal, if not criminal, things. What do I bring this all up for? Because now we're buying those properties. So what's interesting is even when they bought the properties one, two, or three years ago, remember this is all stuff that's happened currently, they saw potential for the property. They maybe even put some money and fixed it up or whatever. And they thought they had were going to raise the value of the property. Everything was going up. They thought it was going to raise. But now it not only didn't raise, it's gone backwards. So in their mind, what they saw they had to do is they had to cut back the expenses. That's the only thing mom and pop people know how to do. Why is that? Because at your home, if you lose your job, if you have less income, if you have more expenses all of a sudden you can't afford, the only thing you can do is just stop paying your bills. That's the only option you have. There's no possibility of earning more income, right? And there's no possibility of selling your life away. You can't get out of your personal problems because you can't sell them to somebody else. They're your personal problems. Well, that's what's happening with these deals. These people are literally destroying these pieces of real estate. Now, let's go back to where we're at. Now we go to negotiate with these people. They expect us to overlook the fact that they destroyed the place. Not only is the cap rate changed on them, the interest rates have changed, and where if you just took the value based on what the marketplace cap rates would be, that $20 million property is now worth $18 million. But if you go look closer, they've done another million dollars worth of damage by not fixing things, creating vacancy, maybe even doing some illegal things, finding ways to get money out of the business, not put it back in the business, not tell you about problems they have, hiding problems, sewer problems. Had one the other day. Guy came to me and said, the seller's willing to owner finances for me. I said, man, nobody owner finances. And what the deal was, the guy just wanted to sell it to somebody else. So the problems that he had with the property would end up being somebody else's problem. And he'd already got a down payment. He'd just take the property back and do it again. And I consulted the guy and the guy said, okay, well, let me go do more due diligence after he talked to me and found out that his estimate of repairs was way below. You know, this guy was just hiding this stuff. It was way below what it really was going to cost him to fix his property up. Of course, the guy was willing to sell or finance it. There was no other way to sell it. That was his out. Let you throw some money at it. When you get tired of it, I'll take it back and I'll get somebody else to throw some money at it. You've got to stand your ground for what makes sense and for what is fair. Because fair is no longer in the hands of the seller. Fair is in the hands of the buyer. You have to stand up for that. Now, I'm going to be doing classes on this. Again, I'm coming back into the marketplace again, coming out of not doing anything. And I'm coming back out speaking again. I haven't been teaching for years now. Um, I'm going to come back out and get live with people again because you need that personal touch. Sometimes you've got to be around somebody like me that's a little tougher, a little gruffer, so that you can let some of it rub off on you, so that you're not so soft. 
because you need to learn how to negotiate deals. Why? Because these are going to be great deals because the prices are coming back down to normal. And you have to understand that once these prices all come crashing back down to normal over the next two to three years, and I'd say one to two years is more realistic, then the market's going to calm down. And whether interest rates come down or not, which is not even something is relevant, your ability to go back to increasing the value of your business, all those tools that we know how to use to do that are going to work again. And that's what we look forward to, is not letting the marketplace flip the price up and down on us, but using our tools, business tools, to make the property go up in value. That's the beauty of real estate. Now, over the last couple of years, people have had to use no tools. It's just been market-driven conditions by lowering interest rates. So now, the people that don't know how to operate properties are going to lose them. The people that got in for the wrong price are going to lose them. And now, the world turns around back to the people who know how to buy and operate real estate the correct way. And that's why you got to get in and you got to get re-educated. Even if you've seen me before, even if you've been through the class before, you didn't listen, I guarantee you, because it was a different time and place. And you weren't listening for the things that I'm going to be putting out there. That material you need to get again. You've got to show up. I'm even talking about my members need to come back and hear this again because you've forgotten what we're going to be using. If you want to attend this, November 16th in Dallas, Texas is going to be the case study. And November 18th and 19th in Dallas, Texas is going to be my two-day. You've got to come back and learn that this is now a buyer's market and you need to negotiate in a different manner than you've been negotiating. You need to underwrite these deals in a different manner than you've been underwriting these deals over the last five to ten years. It has changed. If you don't change, then you're going to run into one of two problems. You're going to get no deals at all, or you're going to get slaughtered in a deal. You have to understand what is the tipping point. How do you get the best deal you can possibly get, but not work for a deal that's so bad to the seller that they won't sell? And maybe sometimes there is no deal like that. Maybe there's no deal. There's win-win, win-lose, and no deal. Those are always the three options out there. And sometimes no deal is the answer. But sometimes there's a way that you can push right up to that line that the seller says, you know what? I'm willing to go that far deep just to get out from under this without ruining my credit, without losing everything I own, just to get out of it, just so I can sleep at night. I'm willing to dump it all at that price. That's where you're going to get the price that works. That works. And you have to know it works before you go into it. You can't go into it, then find out they've done a million dollars worth of damage to the property besides the price reduction. You have to know that the million dollars worth of damage is there also when you're negotiating the deal. So due diligence is of utmost importance during this period. And we're going to talk about doing due diligence. We're going to talk about what we're looking for. All that's coming. You need to be there. I don't sit here very often and try to motivate you to come out to one of my seminars. This one, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss. This is a must-see event. Dallas, Texas, 18th and 19th of November. You can't miss this. It's too important if you want to be a real estate investor in this day and age. Right now, 
the market has changed. It is now a zero-sum world. Zero-sum world is why there's wars all over the world. It's why there's terrorism all over the world. It's why when it gets to this type of a situation that the strong win and the weak lose. And it's time for you to come learn how to be one of the strong. Have a great day. And remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. See you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.